Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. And more 94.9 KISS FM. It's Smith and Nelson for your morning. Log Jam presents bringing Justin Moore to the Kettle House Amphitheater. Yeah, next month. That show happens on Friday night, August 20th. Tickets still available. You want to check them out. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app for more. Looking at a high of about 93 for our Friday for Missoula. Going to do another one right there in that mid-90 range, about 95 tomorrow. Still calling for 100 degrees on Sunday. Right now, it says 102. Good news is we did have back-to-back days that were supposed to hit 100. They've kind of changed that a little bit. So by the time Monday rolls around, talking about 95. Hey, that's something, I guess. We'll take it. Of course, you still got your smoke out there. A high in the low 90s here for your Friday weather check for the morning. It's brought to us by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. Speaking of the hot weather, we're in the middle of this streak of 90-degree-plus days. Yeah. Which we're just going to... Just annihilate the old record. Yeah, the old record was set back in like 2007 with the uh, the longest streak of those amount of days. And like, uh, yeah, we're gonna. I think we're we're just about to beat it now. I, I think, think it's 18 days, something like something right around there. Yeah, we're gonna be good. But at least when you look ahead in the 10 day forecast, I mean, we still don't have anything under 90 right now. Right, that'll put us at about almost 30 days when we get there. So pretty crazy. And uh, with those hot temperatures and. Not much in the way of rain. That would lead to some restrictions coming our way. Yeah, especially with the, the danger of wildfires and stuff. You know, obviously it's pretty smoky here in Missoula right now. Uh, so the Missoula County Commissioners they uh, voted this week to uh, put in stage two fire restrictions. Stage two. Yes. So I don't know if that's higher than stage one or if stage one is the highest or however it works. But stage two fire restrictions. <laughs> what we're going to be in starting tomorrow is when they start. You know, I don't think I, I don't think I know the answer to that either. Because it could be like a DEFCON one situation, <laughs> right? It could be with one of those things, but it could also be stage two is greater than stage one. I don't know. I'm not a fire expert, but I do know uh, what these restrictions are. Kind of going through some of these, uh, they're saying that uh, okay, so the restrictions include uh, building, maintaining, attending, or using a fire or campfire. Can't do that. No campfires anymore uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, smoking, except within an enclosed vehicle or building, a uh, developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area at least three feet in diameter that is cleared <laughs> of flammable materials. Uh, so make sure if you're a smoker, you go through that checklist in your head <laughs> before you light one up. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no smoke, no smoking outside of private property, basically. I can see everybody thinking that to themselves. Let's yeah. see, am I in an area with three feet? <laughs> yes, looking around you in a circle and making sure, yeah. Uh, so that's uh, one of the big ones. Uh, operating lawnmowers, weed trimmers, chainsaws, and other internal combustion engines from 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. So you can't mow your lawn in the afternoon or use a chainsaw or that kind of thing. I don't, don't want anything uh, sparking, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, in the same vein, wielding or operating a line or other torch <laughs> devices with an open flame between 1 p.m. and 1 a.m. So that one I get, yeah. Yeah, that makes, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. We don't need anybody waving torches around. Yes. The possibility of a fire, but yep. it might be a little different than just mowing your grass, but oh, all right. Exactly. Uh, using an explosive between 1 p.m. and 1 a.m., that's oh. also restricted. Right. I think we can get on board with that as yeah, well. I think so, too. And uh, operating motor vehicles off designated roads and trails with exceptions for those carrying out official business related to the function of government agencies and public utilities. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Basically, you can't go uh, can't go dirt biking and four-wheeling and just yeah, ripping the, through the dry grass. Yeah, it's the exhaust, you know, those fumes uh, hitting the dry grass that could spark a fire. Right. Uh, so those are the, uh, the stage two fire restrictions. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, we can... 
follow those to the best of our ability, and we'll see what happens with the as far as fi- fires go. But yeah, it is still smoky in Missoula, and that doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. No, it does not. All right, that kicks off uh, all that. That all starts officially tomorrow. Yes. Uh, if you want to kind of run through those again, we've got them laid out for you. Check the details with fire restrictions. Phase two. It's all at KissFM.com and with your KissFM mobile app. 94.9 KissFM. Newsy and noteworthy. And it's now on 94.9 KissFM. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning? And McCormick has just announced a limited-time four-month job where you will serve as their director of taco relations, which is a great job title. Uh, No prior experience necessary. You just got to be over 21 and have a deep love of tacos. That's what their uh, their job description says. Uh, work 20 hours a week. You can do it remotely most of the time. You have to travel to their headquarters in Maryland sometimes. Job pays $100,000 for four months of part-time work for a taco company. How would you like to work for McCormick? Whatever you would do for McCormick. Yeah. As they're making their taco seasonings and other things. You make like 12 bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and here they are advertising for someone to get a hundred grand. Yeah, that is a for a goofy job. That is a, actually, yeah, it's a good point. Could <laughs> <laughs> we be a little frustrated with that? I could definitely see that for sure. Great gig though, if you can get it. Oh yeah. See this uh, story with Oreo creating new packaging to stop kids from stealing their parents' cookies. Oreo thin bags. When you put them on the shelf, the side of the bags, one of them looks like a package of green giant vegetables. One looks like a Ford truck owner's <laughs> manual, and one looks like it's a package of Hanes t-shirts. That's a genius idea. Which that one made me go, well, that'd be interesting to open up your, your, pantry. your, your pantry and be like, oh, there's a package of t-shirts. Well, that's when you put it, you put it in your like, bedroom closet. You yeah, know? I guess so that'd, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good idea. Is, you know, moving around through the bedroom that's closet to see a pack of cookies, you know, your secret stash. That's probably why right there. You got yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, I saw the pictures of these, and they, they look awesome. I mean, it looks, if you, if you didn't know it was a package of cookies, yeah. you would just glance at it and keep moving. Pretty, pretty awesome idea. That's pretty cool. Uh, Netflix plans to be offering video games within the next year, and they'll appear as like a new genre on their service, like documentaries or stand-up specials or whatever. Uh, they don't plan on charging more for it, uh, but nobody's really sure what exactly that means, that Netflix is making video games. Uh, they're saying it's more like a smaller Apple Arcade, kind of a mix of licensed Netflix intellectual property, like a Stranger Things game or something like that, uh, and maybe some original work, and it also will be download-based, so it might just be on mobile devices, not on TV. Oh, I was, was going to say, I saw this yesterday, and I thought, why is this such big news? There's already, like, Gamefly or right. something like that, or you could, or you, could, you could do, like, a Netflix. Right, yeah, know. but we're not talking about discs uh, anymore. Right. We're talking about the streaming service. Right. Here. That's why when I first saw the headline, I was like, why is this big news? Like, right. There's, there's gaming services. But then I saw it's like it's download, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A, uh, a story from Nevada where police recently arrested someone for breaking into... This is... Don't ask me any follow-up questions because I have no idea. I just saw this and <laughs> copied it word for word. Yeah. It says, Nevada police recently arrested someone for breaking into a dentist's office, stealing cash, and extracting 13 teeth from a patient. <laughs> Oh, jeez. She stole $23,000, which seems like a lot of cash to have on hand at a dentist's office. Yes, it does. The tooth extractions were done on a different date using discarded anesthetic. Does not have a medical license. Wow. So, so, so how, how would you, like, if you were to get into a dentist's office. Yeah. And, okay, um, you're in there. Like, how are you in there during regular business hours <laughs> right. where somebody would where, like, come a patient in? patient is in there. Yeah, where somebody would come in. For a procedure. Like, it's just, it's just the weirdest story. Yeah, that's insane. 
13 teeth that you pulled out of somebody. Teeth. Yeah, that's a that's a huge. That's like half your teeth right there. Basically, put somebody under anesthesia and took out took 13 of their teeth. Ah, jeez, that's a wild one. That is insane. Uh, this story doesn't seem as crazy by comparison, <laughs> but uh, talking back to some TV history here, uh, I guess a recent episode of the Talking Sopranos podcast, which has former Sopranos actors on it, they were telling a story. Uh, Ricky Gervais was the guest on it. So they were telling him that uh, James Gandolfini was actually offered a role on The Office. Uh, NBC wanted him to replace Steve Carell after he left. Uh, they even offered him $4 million, but HBO didn't want James Gandolfini to do it. They paid him $3 million to not be on The Office. Wow. They asked him to turn it down. It's a better gig than the taco job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they were saying, you know, HBO possibly wanted to keep the legacy of The Sopranos pure, which had been off the air for a few years at that point. Uh, but James Gandolfini was also working on an HBO miniseries at that time, the night of. He was producing it. Uh, so that might have also been a factor in their decision. But, yeah, they paid him $3 million wow. to not be on The Office. And just think how different The Office would have been for the yeah, he final could, couple seasons. He could have been there instead of James Spader, basically. Wild. All right, final one. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. TMZ had a story. It says they were house hunting yesterday in California. It says they looked at a $65 million home, eight bedrooms, 12 bathrooms, a pool, a bowling alley, 31,000 square feet, and the monthly mortgage payment. If you were just to uh, do like a regular 30-year loan sure. on a house, it would be $307,000 a month. That would be the rent. Are you kidding me? That's insane. Of course, they're probably not going to put twenty percent down and take the financing plan. There, like, <laughs> right. put a little more money down. But yeah, but it, you also know they're looking at that place and being like, eh, you know, is this for us? We'll you look know? around a little bit. We'll consider our options. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Twelve bathrooms. It's kind of small. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about that, though. If you if you did it like a regular person would finance a place, three hundred thousand dollar a month. Jeez. Right? Newsy and noteworthy for your Friday, Smith and Nelson. It's Kiss. Smith and Nelson, ninety four nine Kiss FM. Lucky Dice. It's the 94.9 KISS FM. We're going to be at the Paddleheads game tonight. KISS night. Also, $100 strikeout night. Yes, it is. Anytime a Paddlehead pitcher strikes out a member of the opposing team, someone in the crowd gets 100 bucks. So we're rooting for a bunch of strikeouts tonight. Weather check for our day. We're going to see a high of about 93 for Missoula. 95 expected tomorrow. Crank it up a little more on Sunday with a high right now calling for 102. See if we get there, but uh, triple digits. That's the talk for Sunday. Weather check for your morning brought to us by Automotive Cutting Edge. That's right. When getting your car serviced at Automotive Cutting Edge, check out the observation deck off the mini tower above the office. A great way to relax and enjoy the airport view while waiting for your car. 4198 Corporate Way just before the airport for appointments called Donna at 542-2218, automotivecuttingedge.com. It's just a good feeling when you get to have the last laugh. Yes. Like when someone tells you you can't do something and then you prove them wrong. That's, yeah. That's just, that's just the best feeling. It is a pretty awesome feeling. And especially uh, when you're like doing something creative, like writing or something like that, you face a lot of rejection a lot of the time. You know, I, I have friends who uh, have been, who have, I have one friend especially who's been a writer since I knew her in high school and, uh, you know, would submit stuff to publishing, you know, li- li- literary agents and all that kind of stuff. For like 10 years, couldn't oh, yeah. get anything published. You hear so many stories about that. People that just yeah. tried and tried and knocked on doors and got interviews and submitted right. things and just kept getting the rejection notices Yeah, until finally got that one person to take the chance. Exactly. And now that friend, I think, did publish some kind of uh, oh, nice. novel. I'm not sure if it was self-published or not, but she was, she was able to do it and all that kind of stuff, which was pretty cool. And uh, this is a pretty cool success story. Uh, this uh, Missoula-based author, Stephanie Land, uh, she's been living in Missoula for a long time. Uh, and she had a book a couple of years ago called Made, 
uh, hard work, low pay, and a mother's will to survive. And uh, it was a kind of a, it was a New York Times bestseller. Uh, actually, Netflix is making a TV series yeah, right. off of the book. And uh, I think we we actually talked about that a little bit on KissFM.com like a couple of years ago when the Netflix series was announced. Uh, but she was tweeting the other day. And uh, kind of threw this out there, threw some shade over at the University of Montana, <laughs> basically, and uh, said, every once in a while, I feel the need to mention that I was rejected from the University of Montana in Missoula's MFA program for creative writing. My writing sample was the essay that went on to get a book deal and inspired the original Netflix series. Yeah. <laughs> so that that book, that best-selling New York Times book that is now going to be a Netflix series starring Andy McDowell, uh, was rejected by the University of Montana uh, years ago. That's great. The just the full circle, like I said, just that feeling of you know, uh, not giving up, proving someone wrong. Yeah, having some people that told you no, you end up and turn it into a yes. Absolutely, and that's, that's yeah. It takes so long to get a get the show going too. It's been like two years since they yeah. they announced it would be a Netflix show. I guess it's one of those things. Takes a little, sometimes it takes a little while to. I get guess the, COVID uh, kind of got in the mood. Uh, I would guess that's probably yeah. a big factor. Yeah. Now that I think of it. <laughs> I guess there it, was one major news event over the guess, last year. I guess it kind of lost pretty much all of 2020. Yeah. Getting production rolling. Right. right but yeah. now it's uh, officially happening. I believe it's actually like filming right now. Uh, and yes, and th- that's kind of a common thing you see on Twitter, too. Like other writers kind of building each other up, being like, hey, look, like being pretty transparent about like, you know, there's a lot of rejection that <laughs> that yeah. comes with this. You got to be you got to be thick skin. Yeah. To, be, to do that just for all the no's you're going to get. Exactly. Trying to search out that one, yes. Yeah. But, but de- kind of cool. It's got the local tie, though. Yeah, definitely. It definitely seems like University of Montana may have, uh, may have screwed that one up a well, little I mean, bit. They know, made a mistake there. You can't, you can't bat a thousand. No, you're gonna, I suppose you're, not. You're going to miss one here. There's there. one guy who did turn down the Beatles back in the 60s. There you, you know? go. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But a uh, pretty cool story. If you want to read a little more about it, we have that story for you. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile. And as country leader, 94.9 KissFM, Smith & Nelson in the morning. We have more Paddleheads tickets to win. That's going to happen coming up right around 8.45. It's for tomorrow night's game. We're going to be out there tonight. Kiss helping put on the $100 strikeout night. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're going to the stadium tonight, make sure you, uh, you, you say howdy. But tomorrow, Paddleheads will be playing, and uh, you'll have a four-pack chance to win those coming up uh, about 15 minutes from now with 94.9 Kiss FM. Right around this time every morning, movies with Mike. We quiz him with movie titles, and we see if Mike can give us the year that uh, the movies came out. That is the goal. All right, here you go. Number one for your morning is going to be Heist. Heist is the name of the movie? Yes, it is. Okay, so I'm guessing it's about a heist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting context clues together. Uh, who was in this? Gene Hackman, Danny DeVito, Sam Rockwell. Oh, man. Gene Hackman, Danny DeVito, Sam Rockwell. That's a great cast. Uh, who's the director of this? Uh, David Mamet. David Mamet, okay. Uh, all right, so Danny DeVito, Gene Hackman, Sam Rockwell... Uh, I feel like this is probably in the 90s to early 2000s. But I think Sam Rockwell's very first movie was as like an extra in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. Uh, he's in one of those ones, and I believe that was like either 89 or 90. Uh, and then Gene Hackman retires with Welcome to Mooseport. Like, that's his last movie, and that's like 2003, 2004. Uh, so I feel like the 90s is a pretty safe bet for this one. Outside of that, it's a little bit tougher. Uh, I've narrowed it down by decade, but I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Got to start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's, thinking about Sam Rockwell, I feel like he wasn't really like in a lot of like major roles until kind of the late 90s. Galaxy Quest was 98, uh, which he's the best part in that movie. He's so good. Uh, so I'm thinking of Heist, Danny DeVito, Gene Hackman, Sam Rockwell. I'm going to say this was 
maybe a little bit past the 90s. I'm going to go 2001. 2001. Whoa. There All right. Kind of kind of set me up there. <laughs> you were all ready to hit the buzzer. Well, you you kind of laid it out, and then you, then you really kind of focused in on the late 90s. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy, he talked himself off of it. And then you went right back to it. <laughs> well done, well done. Uh, number two, Blended. Blended. Is this with Adam Sandler? Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Aniston? Uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Okay. Terry Crews. Kevin Nealon's in there. Okay. Joel McHale. The, Joel McHale, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a... Like I know Adam Sandler's movies pretty well up to a point, and then like around like the 2010s, they all kind of blend together for <laughs> I me. I see what you did. Yeah, uh, I think I was mixing it up with uh, "Just Go with It" is the one with Jennifer Aniston. Uh, but I think "Blended" would have been right around the same time. Uh, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, Joe McHale being in it makes me think uh, maybe Community would have been off the air at this point, or maybe it would have like been kind of close to ending. Uh, I'm trying to think when is I, I think Net, Adam Sandler's Netflix deal started in 2015, or Pixels was 2015. That was kind of the last like movie he made pre-Netflix. I'm thinking Blended. I'm gonna say 2014. 2014. There you go. Really? Yeah. I mean, the Netflix deal started. Yeah. But this was like really was still one of the big successful Adam Sandler movies. Was it? 40 million dollar budget made 127 Man. million. I mean, that's that just tells you how much Netflix paid him. I guess. Man. <laughs> uh, final one for the morning. Lock up. Lock up. Uh, who's in this? Sylvester Stallone, Donald Sutherland, Tom Sizemore in there. In okay. A, in a John Flynn film. Okay. That sounds pretty cool, uh, but I'm not familiar with this really at all. Sylvester Stallone, Donald Sutherland, Tom Sizemore. Feels like either like a late 80s, early 90s kind of thing. Uh, Stallone had Demolition Man in 93. He had Cliffhanger also, I think, in 93. Would have Rocky Five in 1990. Uh, Sizemore, Sutherland. I'm going to say this was uh, 92. The good news is it's a winning day regardless if you get a buzzer or not, <laughs> which you did. Okay, fair uh, enough. 89. 89. 89 for lockup. Okay. There you go. That's still a win. Hey, it's a two out of three. I'll take that. Two for three. Winning day. Movies with Mike. We'll do it again right around this time on Monday with 94.9 KISS FM. 94.9 KISS FM. Hey, pal. Country leader, 94.9 KISS FM with Smith and Nelson. We're going commercial free for a Friday coming up at 9.30. Yes, we are all the way until 10.20 for 50 straight minutes. If you or somebody you know is suffering from dead butt syndrome, you may be entitled <laughs> to compensation. <laughs> I'm not sure if you will be entitled to compensation. That's true. But, uh, but dead butt syndrome is apparently a growing <laughs> diagnosis. It's of, a thing. Among doctors. It's not a formal one, but it's a catch-all term that doctors are using for uh, things that can make your butt feel like it's given up on you. <laughs> so basically, saying because of the pandemic and because we all spent so much time sitting in uh, sitting in your yep. you know, your chair at home, uh, being on the couch, starting to have where your your, your butt falls asleep more than more exactly. than it ever has. Yeah, we've been a lot less active over the last <laughs> year, and so doctors have seen a growing rise in dead butt syndrome. It's a thing. It, it We're is. We're not making this up. Pain, numbness, tingling in or around the butt muscles. Uh, they say if it happens a lot and it lasts more than an hour or two, you might have a dead butt, which that seems like a really long time <laughs> for your butt to fall asleep. Ridiculous. I would say. Like, you know, it, it happens to everybody once in a while, I think, but usually, like, you know, kind of passes after sure. a couple of minutes, maybe. An uh, hour or two, you might actually want to mm. go see a doctor. Uh, but the good news is it's reversible and it's preventable. They say just <laughs> to reduce your risk for dead butt syndrome. Stand up and stretch every like, 30 minutes or so. Yeah. You'll be fine. All right. <laughs> we just want to uh, throw that out there. Yes. Yeah. The dead butt PSA for the morning. <laughs> 
want to make sure that everybody knows DBS is a real thing. <laughs> be careful. But it can be cured. All right. We have your Nashville news for the morning right here. Music City 60 with 94.9 Kiss FM. It's what's happening in the world of country music. Well, not everything that's happening. You know, just what we can fit into a minute. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 Kiss FM. Summertime's wedding season and a runaway June's Naomi Cook got married to her longtime boyfriend Martin Johnson in Maine last weekend. Martin is the lead singer of Boys Like Girls and The Night Game. The couple have been together since 2019, and according to People Country, they got married in a summer camp-style ceremony. The two got engaged in December 2020. Congratulations! Country singer Jesse James Decker went to her Instagram to give a tearful response to a Reddit thread. She said someone sent her with what she calls disgusting body shaming comments that rip her apart on a daily basis. According to Fox News, Jesse says she's gained 10 pounds in the last few years, works out and eats healthy, but the criticism she read about herself on the thread was what she called pretty awful. The mom of three says we all need to do better. And country singer Chase Bryant has a new album dropping today. The album, called Upbringing, is based on his single by that name and includes his single, High Drunk and Heartbroken, that's been out since March. The songs on the 12-track album were written or co-written mostly by Chase, who's been the opener for Brantley Gilbert and Tim McGraw on their tours in the last few years. You can look for Upbringing wherever you buy music. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60, 94.9 KISS FM. You know Newsworthy Nugget of the Day with Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. All right, we like to lay a little knowledge on you with our nuggets. Chance for you to uh, hopefully take... What we tell you and share with others. Yeah, bring it out and uh, take it with you for the weekend. And today, talking about the word Nimrod, which, uh, you know, we know means like idiots, jerk, dumb, 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 something along those lines. But the only reason it means that these days is because of Bugs Bunny. Uh, Did you know the word Nimrod was was not what that meant back in the day? It's actually a, a character in the Bible was named Nimrod, who was referred to as a mighty hunter. And in a Bugs Bunny cartoon... He called Elmer Fudd a Nimrod, ironically, uh, because Elmer Fudd was a bad hunter. And uh, Bugs was using it ironically. People didn't catch on to the uh, the irony, I guess, and so they just assumed Nimrod meant idiot <laughs> over time. Took it and ran with it. Yeah, you know, reruns of Looney Tunes cartoons just happened over the decades, and now Nimrod means idiot as that's, a result. That's funny. Yeah, weird thing, but there you go. Wow. The evolution of Nimrod, yeah. all thanks to Bugs Bunny. <laughs> He's a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to or not, now you know.